Welcome to the Positively You podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Larson, and I'm passionate about helping you shift the way you think so you can create a life you're absolutely obsessed with. Each week, I'll be bringing you a guest or a thought that's going to help you feel more optimistic and equipped to take real action. Get ready to push past limiting beliefs, ditch that negativity, and start showing up as the best and most positive version of you. Girl, let's do this. Oh my goodness. Hello, you guys. Welcome back to another episode of the podcast. And it is the last podcast of 2020. That is so crazy to think about. I hope that everyone has had an amazing Christmas and holiday season and that you guys are just ready to just kind of chill. And it is just nuts to think that there's only a few more days left in 2020. Like, you guys, we made it to the end of 2020. (sighs) Wow, what a year. That's like the understatement of the century, like for sure. 2020 was definitely hard for the majority of us. And I know that as it's coming to a close, you're probably really looking forward to it just ending already, right? Like you just want it done. You want to just close the book, put it on the shelf, maybe throw it in the garbage, maybe burn it, (laughs) whatever. You just are done with 2020. You're done. You don't want to look back. You just want out. You just want to move on. And I totally get it because A, I'm in 2020 with you, but also because I have closed out a hard year before. I mean, we've all had hard years, right? Like some years are awesome. Some years kind of suck or are more difficult than others. And this one was definitely unique because we all kind of had a collective experience, right? Like, yeah, we all had like our own individual experiences, but collectively as like a worldwide group, we shared in the same pandemic, right? The same like core thing that was kind of causing us stress and pain and anxiety and this unknown and all these changes. We've had that in common. We've had it in common that we've all kind of had a hard year and we're just ready to kind of say adios, (laughs) see you later. But I don't want you to just kind of like slam the door on 2020, right? Because my purpose here is to help you live in and create a happy and a positive life and a life experience. So I don't really, it's not really in me to just be like, ah, slam the door, leave it all behind because I don't know, it just doesn't feel right to me because I actually went through a really hard year the year before 2020. 2019 almost killed me. Like if you go back or if you followed me in 2019, you can kind of tell my posts were all, not all over the place, but I was very open with the fact that it wasn't all sunshine and roses. It, it took a lot out of me. And because of that, I want to share a little bit of insight and some personal experience on how you really can bring something that was hard and that challenged you and that like brought you to your knees and made you deal with things that you never thought you were going to deal with and didn't think you had the capacity to handle. How you can close out a year like that that's been filled with just so much And that you can do that in a way that really leaves you feeling peaceful and walking away with some goodness and moving forward in hope with the next year that's coming. Like, 
it's, you can do that. And so I just kind of wanted to share that today as we're heading into this last week of 2020, we're getting ready to close this chapter and we're looking forward to 2021. Let's just, let's do it. Let's do it the good way, right? So like I said, 2019 almost killed me. It about killed us. I say us as in like my family, like our, me and Connor. The anxiety and panic attacks that I felt on a daily basis in 2019 were absolutely insane. If you were with me back then, you might have noticed that I developed a daily practice of heading outside once the weather was warm in the spring and in the summer and doing daily stretching and yoga and kind of a meditation. And I got a lot of people talking to me about it saying like, oh my heck, that's so amazing that you can do this and what a good practice. And it wasn't just a good habit. It was like a survival thing. I woke up every single day with this humongous pit in my stomach. Like I just felt so sick and filled with dread every single day that I knew I had to do something or I was not going to function. And so yes, it was an amazing habit and I totally recommend moving and movement every single day. You know that. But for me at that time, it wasn't just this like, oh, happy little addition to my life. It was totally a survival tactic right? Like that's how hard (laughs) that year was. Without getting too much into it, I mean, it was so many unknowns surrounding like our income and my husband's employment and being able to continue affording our life. We had some changes that took place really, really quickly that kind of slashed our income and it was like stress central. I mean, it was just like I said, woke up every single day with a pit in my stomach and dread. So, I mean, there was days filled with crying, like, oh my gosh, so many tears, crying on my floor, crying in my shower, crying in my husband's arms, him, like, it was, it was a hard freaking year. And so at the end of 2019, I remember kind of this year between Christmas and, or this week in between Christmas and New Year's, there was like little funny memes, you know, and, and quotes and challenges going around about, you know, best nine and describe this year in three words. And I remember when that one went around, the only three words I can think of was what the fudge. (laughs) Like that was 2019 to me was what the F. I was so ready to walk away and we just laughed over that. We were like, yeah, no, that, that pretty much describes this year. Looking back, we did not know what we were in for with 2020, but at the time, that is definitely how we were. We were just ready to walk away, ready with the promise of a new year, ready with the outlook of a new decade, like more than ready. But like I said, I didn't want to leave with a feeling of negativity. I just, it felt icky to me. It didn't feel right. I I just didn't feel like just slamming the door and just kind of throwing it away. It, that just didn't feel right. It was hard. And yeah, I don't want to experience that again. But I also believed very deep down that it had a purpose. And it had a purpose if I let it, right? I got to choose what the purpose was. The purpose could be just that that was a shit show and I hated it. Or I could I could really go deep and dive in and say, what, you know? And I learned a really good lesson that year in asking questions. And that when you ask better questions, you get better answers. So instead of asking questions like, what the F, right? Or why the crap is this happening? Or, oh my heck, when is this going to end? It can't take much longer. Because guess what? Those 
answers to those questions aren't going to be helpful. Like, why is this happening? I don't know your crap. Like, you know, those answers don't help you. And so I really had to start asking better questions if I wanted to get better answers. And the trick I learned to kind of help you along with that is asking how instead of asking why. So like I said, why is this happening? You know, why? (laughs) Use, Use how instead. How can I use this to propel me, right? How am I stronger because of this? How can I take take what I'm learning from this and maybe help somebody else? Because I can't be the only person going through this same thing, right? How does this give me more empathy and compassion for others? How can I take this and make it into something that serves me or serves others? How can I feel better today? How can I change this? How, how, how? Asking how instead of why is one of the most empowering things I learned how to do that year. And holy cow, that lesson carried me through 2020. Like, it didn't make 2020 a breeze, but when crap started hitting the wall in March, it was kind of like, okay, I thought we were coming up for air this year. Turns out we're just going to get a quick little breath. We're going to go right back under. It's okay. We've got this. We know what to do. Let's start asking how and let's start, you know, figuring out how we can keep living and how we can do this in a way that that pushes us forward in, in the way that we want to create a life, right? In the way that we actually want to live. So as this year is coming to a close and we have the promise of a new year on our horizon, it's not like we're going to wake up January 1st and this is all going to be over. It's not, right? Like it's always a continuum. And so I just kind of wanted to share with you five steps that I did last year and that I'm doing this year in ending the year right and kind of preparing yourself for the new year, right? That you can close this out and that, that it's just a good positive experience for you. So step number one is acknowledge and give space to the heart because, you know, it's not all sunshine and roses. I don't think it's like, think like a lot of people will be saying, you know, as you're looking back on 2020, like think of how far you've come and the things you've learned and everyone's kind of putting on these rose colored glasses and trying to just spin it positively, which I'm all for. But I also think that there is power in looking back and acknowledging the heart and giving space to it. Like if you need to just sit there and take a moment to like cry and let it all out and just be like, holy crap, 2020, like what the F, right? Like I did last year, like, oh my gosh, what was that? Just give space to it. Acknowledge how hard it was. Like there was so much crap and I don't know. I mean, that's the collective crap, right? We don't, I don't know what you personally went through. It was unique to you. Give space to that, okay? It's awesome to look back. It's so good. It's also amazing to look forward. Look back for a second and then we're looking forward. So step one, acknowledge the hard. Give space to the hard. Honor it. Step two, notice the good things. Yep, no matter how small they are, notice those good things because there was good. Even if it doesn't feel like it, even if things still feel really, really crappy, like you you haven't kind of come up for that breath or anything. There are bits of good, no matter how small, and you it's important to honor those things. It's good to honor the things that broke you, the things that were hard, and also to acknowledge that there was joy and there was goodness. It's so crazy how in this life there is room for both. Like polar opposites can exist in the exact same space at the exact same time. It can be the worst day 
and the best day. Like it can be the worst year and the best year. And I know that because I lived in really hard years that were really awesome. Like it's crazy. And so as this year is coming to a close, I think it's really cool to kind of sit there and notice both things, right? And just kind of not even like going through and like analyzing them or anything, but just the facts, right? Just noticing the facts. So number one, acknowledge the hard. Number two, notice the good. Number three, recognize how you responded this year. I say responded, not really reacted. I don't know. I like the word responded better. And give yourself credit for the things that you did well. The things that you were like, yeah, I took that and I really responded well. Give yourself credit, okay? You're also going to give yourself grace and you're going to forgive yourself for the things that you maybe didn't handle perfectly. If you are one of those people that maybe grabbed all of the toilet paper, (laughs) I'm totally kidding. But you know what I mean? Like there's things in situations where you may have responded where you look back now and you're like, oh, why did I do that? That's fine. We're human. We make mistakes. We do things. That's awesome because now as you move forward, you can say, okay, I know that that might be a tendency for me to react or respond that way, but this is how I'm going to choose to do it forward. It's all just information that you're just kind of recognizing and looking back on and it helps you as you move forward. So Recognize how you responded to different things, to the bad things, to the good things. When good things happened, were you like, well, this isn't going to last forever? Or were you really in the moment and you really just appreciated it? Like, just kind of think about those things and give yourself credit for the things that you did awesome. Like, really give yourself credit. Be like, I was freaking awesome when that happened. (laughs) We don't do it enough. And I'm giving you full, I'm not even giving you permission. I'm like yelling at you to do it. And then give yourself grace for the things that you didn't. You know, you don't have to beat yourself up. It's fine. You don't have to. Number four, practice gratitude. If anyone's shocked by this, this might be your first episode that you've listened to, but you know how I feel about gratitude. It is the number one thing that you can do to instantly shift like your vibration, your frequency, where you're at and practice gratitude for the things that you had. It's kind of the same thing with noticing the good, but it's more really getting into that practice. If you want to journal, you can. If you want to just meditate, if you want to just kind of do a little quick recap, just practice that gratitude and notice the things that were there that were really good that you can be grateful for. And maybe even the lessons that that you're grateful for now that at the time were really hard, right? Like I'm I'm grateful that I went through that because I learned this. How am I stronger because of this? And practice all of that gratitude. And then number five, close and release it. I know a common way that a lot of people like to do this is kind of like burning um, like a letter or the things that you want to leave behind or let go or you can let balloons go or, or different things. However you need to feel in order to get that closure, right? It's like you're breaking up with a really bad boyfriend, <laughs> but like it was it was good. I don't know. Maybe that's a really weird analogy. Okay. Just maybe forget I said the boyfriend thing, but to be able to just close 2020 out, you've you've acknowledged the hard, you've given space to it, you've noticed the good, gone through about how you as a person showed up and responded, and now you're ready to say, you know what, 2020, thank you, F you, <laughs> whatever it is you want to say, you were a year and I'm ready to close 2020. I'm ready to close it with the things that I learn from it. I'm ready to leave this behind. I'm ready to take this with me. And I release it all. And just as we're heading into the last few days of this year, just take the time to kind of journal if 
journaling helps you or just meditating or just kind of, you know, I like to go on my walks and just kind of not take my music with me and just review and kind of reflect on things and just think if writing it down is better for you, if burning it is feels right to you, whatever feels right to you, right? The framework of the five steps is is there for you to just kind of build on, but how you do it specifically is is up to you. I just want you to know like you made it through this year and I am so proud of you. You are so much stronger than you were last year. You've grown so much. You have conquered things that if we would have told you last year, you would have probably laughed and been like, yeah, right, there's no way. But you did it. You did it. And this new year is approaching and you know that it's not just going to be the clock strikes midnight and everything is wonderful and whatever. 2020 was a year for the books and we got a lot of lessons and I'm sure that we will be taking those lessons with us into the future. But I do that in with the eyes of optimism and with possibility because honestly the future is so bright and it is so full and I cannot wait to experience it with you. The things that we are doing this year at Positively You and the things that I am working on to bring to you I am so excited about and I I'm thrilled that you are here with me, that you are on this journey and that you are committed to becoming the best and most positive version of you. We have got this. 2021 is going to be so amazing. And as you close out this year, I just want to say I love you. I am proud of you and you did it. I'll see you all in 2021. Thank you for hanging out with me again today. I'm so glad you pressed play. If you want to take a quick second to share this episode with someone you think would love it too, that would be amazing. If you're loving the show, make sure you go and leave a review on iTunes. Reviews are like magic for podcasts and your review will help get this show into the ears of more amazing women just like you. And come find me over on Instagram. I'm there at positively.jessie, and I cannot wait to hang out with you some more. So until next time, have an amazing week.